What's up, guys? This episode, we're talking about simple calendars, meetings, functionality. So we have all these calendars that we've got, um, and we just made a couple more. We added the week and the month calendars, and it's actually time for us to um, take care of that uh, meetings or events that we're handling in our application. So our example here um, has two events, holiday and barbecue, and those are on July 4th, and they show up in the calendar um, on that day, of course. So we actually need to be able to pass those in and then do the filtering and handle all of that um, inside of the gem rather than doing it with the instance variable that we have right now. So we actually need to dive into our calendar application to make that change first. So if we go into views, meetings, index, uh, right here we have the simple calendar, week calendar, uh, and that's it. There's really nothing magical here except for later on this meetings thing happens and uh, we have all of these saved to an instance variable, but we are requiring this instance variable to exist and we want to actually be able to pass it along through inside of our calendar rather than like making everybody set an instance variable on any page. That would be annoying and you couldn't use like the name that you wanted. So what ideally we could do is have when you create a new week calendar, you could pass in the events and it would be as simple as this and we'd be able to take that events option and then um, render out those events. So let's go ahead and do that. Now I'm going to take this and we're going to do two things. First, we're going to make a month calendar here on both of these. And we're going to have one without the events and one with the events. And the reason why we're going to do this is to make sure that we write our code such that it supports both. Um, because some people may just want a calendar to visualize it and other people may want to actually pass in events. So. This basically means that our options hash here is going to have um, events inside of it at this point. So that means that we can do um, something in our locals when we call render and we could just pass in events here and that could be our options and we can fetch out the events that we passed in. Otherwise, we could give it an empty array. That way that we always have this default and we're going to be able to um, run the exact same code as normal every single time. So now we'll have events, and it will either be an active record relation or an array, something that's enumerable um, or acts like an array, and we'll always know that we have that so that we don't really have to write in code to like transform things or anything. Um, and if it breaks, you should have passed in an array, and that's, that's a-okay. So... Now we want to, now that we've made that change, um, that's all we really need in the Ruby code. And then our, in our views, we can remove meetings and replace that with events. And we can do that in each of these. So we'll go into each of these and replace that. And we'll save it. And I'm going to restart our Rails server so that we get all those changes. And in theory, once we reload this page, we should get two month calendars, and we do, and the first month calendar has no events, 
The second month calendar has events, which is perfect. And then another interesting test we can do to make sure that our code is functional is we can change these from um, at meetings to at events and make sure that we didn't write any code that was um, accessing that other variable. So if we go into the meetings controller, we could set um, at events here instead, save that. And I'm gonna delete all this old code because we don't really need that anymore um, for the other template. The calendar that we experimented with doesn't need to be here anymore. So we'll save that, refresh our page, and um, it actually turns out that we're calling at meetings somewhere in our code. So it looks like we're still doing that in the index and I did not delete all of this code as I thought I did. There we go. So we can refresh that and we're back uh, to where we were. So we have um, sort of a confirmed thing that we're not using the at meetings variable anywhere. We're actually using the one that we or the local variable that we set in the render partial call. So that's awesome. We've made some cool changes here um, and we're passing meetings over just as we would expect. This is really, really simple. So that's really all we actually need to do um, from the meetings perspective. Uh, one last thing that we can do to make sure that we got all of those is we could say grep out any mention of meetings from the current directory. Um, and anything we did find was in the readme, so it's just examples, that's all we're seeing. And I'm finally going to commit all of this to the repository. So I'm gonna push this up to GitHub finally so that you can take a look at this. And uh, really, we've made a major update to Simple Calendar. We have a couple things left. We want to be able to handle um, injecting these views into your Rails app so that you could override them. We want to make sure that that works, provide a generator for that. And then um, it'd be nice to write some tests. And what's awesome is that if you noticed, our calendar method is so simple that we really don't have much to test. I'm, we don't necessarily need to test the initialize method. We could, but it's so simple, it's kind of whatever. Um, and render really just needs to make sure that we render out the correct partial, and then locals um, get passed in, and we just need to make sure that there's a start date, a date range, and options, and that's really it. So this is super duper easy to test now, whereas before we would have had to do all this stuff and it would have been really complex. Now, Simple Calendar is just super duper simple um, and does exactly what you would expect. And our tests can be simple as well. And we wouldn't have had the giant mess that we would have if we had started writing tests back when we originally started. So I think we're making really, really good progress. There's a few other options that we'd like to add, like maybe multi-day events or something like that. But this is such good progress on the basics of Simple Calendar that it sets the foundation for us to make more complicated things in the future and make them much, much cleaner and easier than they ever would have been before.
So let's finish up making this commit and push it up to GitHub so you guys can check it out. And then actually we might be able to release this new version in just a day or two. Um, so what did we do here? I think the main thing is that we refactored all of the uh, rendering for calendars. And really, if we break this down, we um, just render a partial for each calendar type. We uh, have calendar types only uh, define their date ranges, allow overriding of calendar templates, customization happens inside the template. That's really most of what we did. This has turned out to be um, very, very simple what we did, but at the same time, very flexible. So this is cool. Um, I'm gonna say we'll leave it at that and push this up to GitHub. And that's it. So if you are interested in taking a look at this and playing around with it and working on it with me, um, take a look at the 2.0 branch. It took me a lot longer to push this up to GitHub than I expected, but I wanted to have this strong foundation uh, before we get a lot of pull requests and other things going. So take a look at that. Um, someone definitely could would be very welcome to uh, update the README. Um, we don't really have the same week calendar and month calendar helpers as we did before. We may or may not want to add those. I don't know that we really benefit. I don't know that we really benefit from that too much. It's definitely nicer than saying um, simple calendar, month calendar, render, or and all that. Like it's a little much to do this, but at the end of the day, like those helpers are really just abstracting this. So if you think it's useful, we can discuss it in a GitHub issue and see if we want to do that or not. I don't know. Um, I'll leave that up to you guys to start that discussion. So yeah, um, take a look, clone it, add it to your Rails app, see if installing it makes sense to you and using this is, uh, is as good as I, I like hope. And uh, that's it for this episode. I think we will talk tomorrow about the next steps for this, uh, but we're making huge strides and really only putting in a few minutes every day. So that's super duper fun, and I hope you enjoy this. Give it a like, subscribe, um, leave a comment if you have some thoughts on things we could do uh, next. Just, you know, give me your feedback, and we'll make this better together. Peace.